Good afternoon and welcome to Find Your Sparkle with Jen, where you'll be inspired, informed, and influenced. I'm your host, Jennifer Stewart, owner of Jazz Potential and creator of Find Your Sparkle. Today, I'm extremely excited to have my friend Ahmed Amala with us all the way from Halifax, originally from Syria. And I am super excited to have Ahmed here. It, he has such a fabulous story and I've been meaning to catch up with him and now is our time. So welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jennifer, for your great introduction. Really great to catch up with you. It's an honor uh, being here and I really appreciate the time that you reach out to me and let's have this discussion, uh, Jennifer. Uh, missing you, it's been a while. You arrived in Canada in 2017. And End I, of 16, beginning of 17, yeah. So it's a, you've been here for a few years now. Four, um, yeah. Yeah, so I want to, before we get into that, I just wanted to give a little bit of a, of a background um, of you coming from Syria at Dalhousie. You and I met at Dalhousie when you joined Toastmasters there, and I was the area director. So it was shortly after you first came to Canada sure. that you and I met, and I just have to let the audience know that I am so proud and honored to be your friend and to have this opportunity just to, to for you to share your story and your personal growth because you have come leaps and bounds from when you first arrived and when we first met so i'm going to let you share some of your story so give us a little bit of background of what was it like for you growing up in damascus thank you so much really it's uh um you know like the, the way that you set up the bar and like the way that you start, you know, you're talking uh, um, very nicely about me. I hope I can uh, be up to that level. So really, thank you so much, uh, Jennifer. Um, in Damascus, Syria, I was born and raised there. Um, I was uh, born and raised by two uh, parents, my father and mother. And um, I was planning to stay there my, my entire life until the war hit the mm. country. And it start, the war started in March 2011, but then uh, we were able to stay until, or at least for my case, at least until December, uh, maximum until December 2012, where things became so dangerous and I had to leave the country to, to, to Malaysia. So December 2012, I went to Malaysia to do my bachelor in uh, civil engineering. I spent four years and then later on I came to Canada. So living in three different places and spending quality time there really uh, enlightened my spirits. I saw three different perspectives of lifestyle. Mm -hmm. I saw three different perspectives of uh, looking at life in a different way in Syria, Malaysia, and Canada. And I can see there is goodness everywhere. There is goodness in, in every culture and every tradition. And there is a lot to learn from each. So I briefly, I would say my journey was uh, so impacted by these three places that I have lived uh, and traveled there. So when, when you were overtaken by war. Can you, because I mean, I cannot fathom, I honestly, I cannot fathom what that would be like. So from your perspective, mm. to share some of that with, with us as, you know, in, in Canada and the States, how did that impact you? Like what, what were you going through inside? 
before you could, you know, you made that decision and, and, and escaping basically. You know, living in a fear, uh, when you get out of your home in the morning that you are not sure if you're going to come back. It's scary, so much uncertainty, big chaos. I, I just remember getting out of, of, of my house door and looking at my mother's eye and in my mind, I was saying maybe it's the last time I will look at these eyes ever. And then coming back home safely afterwards. So it really, and this lasted for almost two years, less than two years, but from March 2011 until December 2012, mm. this uh, almost two years of uh, struggle and fear, it gave me appreciation for life actually later on, because mm -hmm. to live in that status, where you are unsure if you're gonna live or not and every minute it, every actually every minute like you live day by day and and it, it gives you so much gratefulness for the time after when you don't get life for granted anymore you you live it day by day and you try to make the best of every moment and that would carry on later even so when the fear gets eliminated, that's for my case. So it's a totally different perspective, a new experience. I don't wish it to everybody. In every scenario, we can take some goodness out of the hardship so we can learn a lesson that enable us to live life better. Oh my golly, that's a very, very important point. And it's something that I think that we can all take note of and we need reminders sometimes because it's easy to get caught up in our world and our woes and all of the things that aren't going right. So when we talk right. to someone like you, who've experienced frontline war living in that environment, and to hear you say, you know, how the lessons that you've found, can you talk about what, what were some of the lessons that you learned from your time living in that environment? Uh, I would summarize them in, in two lessons. Number one, as I mentioned before, not taking life for granted. Um, you know, uh, in, in, uncert in uncertain scenarios, like the one that we are living right now with COVID, uh, people are, many people are losing their lives and I can relate um, to the situation of war back home in a different intensity, but mm -hmm. you know, take, not taking life for granted and making the most of it and being grateful for, for life itself because life is a gracious, it's a gift. Uh, it's a one-time chance and opportunity. And in, in many cases, we have the ability to make it better and to impact the lives of the people around us. So it made me, the first lesson, it made me look at life in a way that I can make the most of it and live it, really be present at the moment and live life, experience it with all goodness and badness, just experience life as is. So that was um, lesson uh, number one. Lesson number two, it also gave me a way where I can see goodness in, in, in bad situations because again, life, life is a baggage mm -hmm. and we take it as is with is its goodness and its badness and sometimes tough scenarios and, and sufferings they teach us lots of things to to, to overcome other hardships and it strengthens us so mm -hmm. and, and in, in it, if it didn't destroy us it just made us stronger so we carry that with us in every single step when we move forward we carry these lessons and we we carry extra strength to overcome extra hardship in, in the future because you know life is not perfect and each level when we go up and we escalate 
from one level to another, uh, the challenges rises and the challenges increases does not decrease. So I look at it in a way where strengthening character, personality, and moving on in life with all uh, the hardships that could come along. I love that. And it's, it's really a great, I think that a lot of people will be able to resonate with that because it really helps you to put things into perspective. Life happens, things around us happen, but you are the only person who has control over how you respond or respond. how you react right or even so perceive yeah exactly yeah even how so, you look at it absolutely so do you have any tips when you think about that do you have any tips that you could share that maybe help you when you're facing a situation that seems terrible or you know in a war-ridden country for heaven's sakes you know right. what kind of concrete tips that you can share with our audience that help you to stay present sure um i would i would say something general that even we can apply in our life or in my life right now if there is a tough situation think about this are you able to do something about it if the answer is yes then fantastic do it do something Perfect. about it try to change it if you are unable in some scenarios if you are unable to do anything about it then why to worry because literally you are unable to do anything about it now some people they directly lean towards their inability to react to certain acts, but we ignore that and we assume that we we can't so always if you can take an action to make things better around you your environment within you take an action and do it and stop worrying but again, if you cannot do anything, then there is no point of worrying anymore. Absolutely. I love that. I have this thing that I said, I've always said to my kids mm. and my husband growing up, if there's something that you can do about it, do it. If you're worrying about something, but you can't do anything about it right now, but you might be able to do something later, then put it on the shelf and forget about it until you can. And for all the exactly. other stuff. All that other stuff that you can't do anything about, I always I do the visual because I love this. I always said, put it in the bubble and <laughs> let it go, and just let imagine it go. It going, exactly. right? Because exactly. We get so caught up in all this stuff, and we spend a lot of our time worrying about stuff that we have absolutely no control about, or feeling bad about something that's already happened. So we're wasting time. And we're forgetting about that present moment. That is so important. 100%. When, when, when you feel present, what, how do you, how do you explain that feeling to, to people? So, because sometimes people don't really get it because there's so much chatter in their head. Exactly. Um, for example, now we are chatting, right? I literally, I have lots of things like commitments and things to do on my to-do list, but literally I am not thinking about any of them. What I'm thinking right now is my conversation with Jennifer and how I can make the best out of it to be present with her, to exchange ideas and just evacuate literally the mind and all the weight that it's on the shoulder, put it back, let it fly and be focused on what you are doing right now. It could be a task, it could be an assignment, uh, it could be um, another thing that has to be done. So focusing on it and forgetting any other commitment that you have. It's so, it's so very, very true. I know for me, one of the things that I keep in mind is that when I am present, then there's no room. You're not worrying about anything. You're not stressing about anything. You're not beating yourself up because you're focused on that moment. There's no fear in that moment. It's just enjoying that specific 
time. When you're present, you don't have anything to worry about and you don't have anything to stress about because you're taking time to just be in that moment, which is such a refreshing thing. And it can be addictive because once you realize that you don't have to have all of this stuff happening and be worrying about it, then you can live a much happier, better life. And on that note, we're going to have, we're going to have a quick break. We'll be right back. You're listening to CIOE 97.5 FM and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Find Your Sparkle with Jen. Now, before break, we were talking about being present and not worrying about things. And and you were talking about for yourself, how you manage to do that. What other kind of tips do you have for yourself for, for personal care? How do you look after you? Um, there are multiple, multiple, uh, I, I cannot call them strategies, but little practices that I do uh, to take care of myself and my mental health. I would say like exercise, uh, this on a personal level, exercise, uh, try to stay hydrated, uh, take uh, some time off in the morning just with myself and like pray. Uh, There are other things like eating healthy, hanging out, socializing with people, if not in person, then virtually, but staying connected, not trying not to isolate myself uh, a lot because then I will get used to it and there will be no uh, social growth. Um, also, on, 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 another, on another level, I try to um, do some time management slash task management uh, in that regard. But if we are looking for something also in terms of internal peace, I try to think about every problem as a temporary thing. There is a tough situation you are facing right now it is not the end of of life or your life will not always continue that way. It is just temporary, just temporary. So every time I'm in a tough place, I say like to myself, it's temporary, it's temporary and I will overcome it. Again, if I can do something about it, I do. If not, then why to worry? I love that. That is so true because it's easy to get caught up. It's so easy to get caught up in that, right? And you have to get out of your head sometimes. But it's, it's extremely important. And I can remember years ago, people would say, mm. especially with women, and I mean, men, I mean, things have changed so much. But with women, it was considered selfish if you did mm. things for yourself. And it's so opposite. So we have as a society, we have to work extra hard to remind people, to convince people to take care of themselves and to become their own best friend first so you can help other people. People think people get confused because they think that that's selfish. I'm not talking about it in a selfish way. I'm talking in a narcissist way, not at all. Mm. I'm talking about when you, you can't give anybody what you don't have. So if you don't have love for yourself, then how, what love are you going to give to people? Like right? from, from which basket, if you yourself are not filled with it or not soaked with it, how so, are you, you know, going to have for others? There, there will be no room left absolutely. because there is no room in the first place. Right. So I don't know how we got so messed up as society to have a such a backwards thinking. But, you know, talking to people like you and having these conversations is something that's really important that helps to validate people and, and to, I hope, inspires people to start making some important changes for themselves. Hopefully, hopefully for all of us. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So speaking of inspiration 
do you have people that inspire you and people that influence you that you've looked up to over the years that have helped really to make a difference in your life? Yeah, I mean, there are many people, I would say mostly teachers. Uh, my teacher in Malaysia, uh, she really filled me with so much love and care. Um, my parents, of course. So anyone who would, uh, who would show me act of love with no expectation, mm -hmm. with no thinking of me owing them something, uh, these people definitely impact my life in a, in a very powerful way. And I'm so grateful that there are many, uh, there are many uh, in this life. Uh, when you look around, you find people doing act of goodness with no expectation of something in return. And that's actually amazing to cherish life. And this is how we, 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 we prosper as, as, as societies, individuals and nations doing goodness without expecting something in return. And I'm so grateful there are many people i will not be uh giving any justice if i mentioned names because they are a lot actually that's amazing that that really is amazing so when you think about you as you know as yourself mm. what do you aspire to for your future what does your future because i know you've come so far and i want to talk a little bit about that in terms of even with speaking and toastmasters i know has played a, a huge role mm. in that and and like I said, when, with your introduction, I'm so proud of how far you've come because your English has improved so much over the last few years. Thank but, you. you know, you've had some really op awesome opportunities, too. So talk a little bit more about about that. Sure. Uh, I like to uh, advocate for um, uh, youth mental health, especially uh, at school campuses. I like to advocate for peace, promote peace and love in uh, between uh, societies themselves and with communities between uh, one another promote uh, a more uh, uh, talk in a state of fight uh, negotiation in a state of hate uh, love in a state of war um, I, I always I always uh, dreamed about that and I believe the war that I have uh, uh, experienced in Syria really strengthened uh, my view in promoting another way and perspective of life uh, love in a state of hate and I mm. believe that's what I advocate for. Well, I think that love is just a concept that is utopian and it's never reached. But I don't know why sometimes we forget that we live by love. Like without the love that, for example, between me and you that is shared and that trust, we will not be talking right now. So love mm -hmm. is not only just a concept. Um, it, it's, a, it's, it's a broader uh, act, I, I would say. It's, it's an action uh, that we always um exchange with people around us like friends parents um other members like families uh community neighbors love love is is an act that we experience it every single day and it's not just um a cliche that we repeat that's what i believe it's it's, it's an act not a cliche i i agree 100 percent, and it's a decision yeah. Every every single day we can, you know, we can wake up with love in our heart and decide that it's going to share right, that we're right. going to share that. And, and love people, is already there. Love is already exactly. there. And and we witness it. We witness it. But still, like I, some people like find difficulties in in, in, ex, in accepting that. And perhaps we are here to promote that it's a reality. It's not only uh, a narrative uh, reality. It's an objective reality. Absolutely. And it feels it feels much better. I mean, you can think of a day when you feel, if you feel low 
and bummed out and maybe you're disappointed or maybe you're afraid, you feel, I mean, your whole body, you feel that energy. Conversely, when you wake up and you have that love in your heart and you feel that joy, you're like, it's just a completely different way to live. And and it takes practice and it takes effort. It's not something that will just all of a sudden happen. It's, you know, someone said to me one day, you know, Jen, are you always, you know, happy? And I'm like, no. No, but you know, I, I make an effort. <laughs> because right, no, hundred percent. Life is better. yeah, life life is ups and downs, and we we have to accept this reality. Like, but living always in 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 sadness and misery will not uh, take us anywhere. That's why taking an effort to to witness love and experience love and share love and give love and promote love, I believe this uh, will allow us to to see the other side of the world because there are as you know, always two sides, good and evil. And goodness is there, but thus, as a reality, evil is there too. And And as you said, it takes an effort to see the other side. And whatever you look for, you're going to find. (laughs) So if you're, you know, I I like it. If you right. liken it to a, to a radio frequency and, you know, a lot of times people will say, well, I just want to feel good, but they're complaining all the time. So if you're complaining all the time, your radio station is down here and you want the one that's up here on the frequency, but you're not a match. So until you can get, until you can get to be a match, then that's just not Agreed. going to happen. So it's one of those Agreed. things that is just absolutely absolutely critical i 100 percent agree something i have noticed um you know in 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 some people the absence of gratefulness and it's such it's such a tough place because there are hundred thousand things that we can be grateful for mm-hmm. right and to, to 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 neglect this part of our life it's really um not a pleasant uh, place to live mm-hmm. so gratefulness i believe is a key like great grateful for for life itself grateful for that we have you know eyes ears uh, arms and legs many people guess what they don't so seeing seeing that contrast in in in, in reality both the things that we have and what we compare ourselves to others it, it will change the way that we, we live life itself Oh my goodness, you know, you just brought me back to a point that I wanted to kind of circle back to with being grateful because that is extremely important. And it is those little things that make up the big things. I mean, you know, I I look out, I see the birds, the trees, the flowers, the water, and it might sound corny to people, but it's true. I am so grateful. And when you talked about, you know, the fact that we can see that we can have this conversation, that we can hold things, you know, I mean, for us, for us here, you know, we're pretty sheltered for a lot of things. Now, you know, when, when you come from Syria or if you're in Malaysia, I mean, you, you will see people without their limbs. Right, right. And that, right. That, that's a reality that we cannot grasp. Wow. Talk about something to be grateful for. Something, something uh, that people take for granted in North America is safety. Yes. Um, Oh I know, gosh. I know danger, danger is always there, you know, like yep. a crazy person holding a, a dangerous tool could make the misery of someone's life. But in general, in general, it's, it's a safe space to live mm-hmm. and to, to live in another part of the world and to see how 
hard to 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 have a safe place even your home is not safe anymore because anyone can just punch and, and arrest and and kill it's such a totally different reality there that i would like people to really see the value of of the safety of the uh, of the safety environment that they, they live in and the opportunities that they have to practice life or or even practice their hobbies without being afraid that a, a jet will strike their uh, yeah. playground this is like such a big 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 difference of life expectation that i would love people to see Oh my goodness, you just you just nailed it. And I mean, you and I, I know that we could talk for a long, long time, but we are actually out of time, which I can't believe because we did have so many things to talk about. But I want to ask you one question, my final question for you today. What makes you sparkle? <laughs> what makes me sparkle? Meeting the people that I love and share the love with them. I would say that makes me sparkle and like really energize my spirit and having uh, quality time with the people that I love and I care about and they share with me the same feelings vice versa that actually makes me sparkle all the time <laughs> every single day do something that Thank makes you, you sparkle Thank we'll you. see you next time bye for now <sighs> back to find your sparkle with Jen and welcome back Tyler now just before the break we were talking about how you actually love your job you get up every morning with a spring in your step and you're excited you're excited to be going to work and that in fact a huge part of that is the fact that you are under good leadership yes yes now during the break we had a great conversation so let's try and recap a little bit about what our conversation was with you, with your boss. Yeah, I, I must say that growing up with um, a leader that is actually wanting you to grow and wanting you to develop, I must say, he, my boss and I, I must say, I, I will, I will call his name is Marcus Jameson. So he is really the amazing leader, and I know a lot of people know him in the community. Um, but he has actually allowed um, open door policy, and those open, open door policy helps me a lot to just share my ideas, to grow together. And what we normally do when, we, when we're having our feedback sessions, we don't call it feedback sessions. It's a growth strategy sessions. And, and changing the, the wording and the name of, of, a, of, a, of a comfortable session that you're going to have, an uncomfortable session sometimes that you're going to have, it, it helps that you're growing, you're developing and all those and so it makes it a lot and also because my executive director not only my executive director but the whole management team respects me and values my opinions it that makes me really happy that's that's huge and we were talking about people when they leave they they they're typically oftentimes don't leave the job they usually leave the manager and and the leadership and that is very sad and the unfortunate part is that it's it's very common so yes. to be to have people who will stand by and see you grow and encourage you to grow and grow to the point that maybe you will outgrow them but they're okay with that because they're helping you to be your best and that makes yes. a huge difference in the world so that brings me I, I that kind of who have been some of the influencers in your life that have helped you toward of sort of to, to really come into yourself to find that this is this is your niche this is what you're meant to do 
this is you know you mm-hmm. you are a natural leader it's very obvious mm-hmm. who are these people who help to inspire and influence you to take that route i would say the first person i would say is my mother my mother she is um, a keen individual who will continue to be my supporter she's been there through every debate club every event that i've actually wanted to go to every speaking engagement she's supported me and mentored me in so many ways and i practice in front of her so that she okay. so that she can see how i develop the speech and then she gives me i mean she's my critic so, she, so she's right there to critique me and to just let me know that hey let's do this slow down um make sure you're doing that right and the next person i would say is my aunt she's really um awesome my aunt Clothie she is a an executive and also a public speaker as well and every time i i worked at the Bahamas Chamber of Commerce in the Bahamas and so every time i we drive to work so we will have our daily conversations and it was upper until I, i was going off to school we still had those conversations and she came with my mom and flew me all the way to Prince Edward Island and both of them have allowed me to continue to grow and develop so oh my goodness i love that so where do you see yourself in 10 years where do i see myself in 10 years is actually speaking on global stages such as representing people at the united nations and caricom and also advocating for different change human rights and also working with other government officials to make sure the diversity and inclusive uh, policies are and just not those policies but every policy is being enacted and also being actionable in every way i'm developing a strategy where i'm trying to work with nonprofit organizations to work and start from the root of why they started their organizations because a lot of organizations today have left why humankind matters in the organization or and why people matter well their team matter in the organization and so going back to the root and making sure that hey this is why we started this is why we wanted people to be involved because my organization was one of the organizations that aligns with my vision and my goals and my aspirations to be at but i don't want that just to be for my organization i want to help other organizations to develop and also I'm going to someday be leading lectures where I get to be guest lectures at different universities where I will also honor to teach the theory of leadership and how leadership should be in today's society. Wow, I love that. That's so yeah. amazing. And you know what? I have no doubt that you'll be able to do that and surround yourself with people who believe in yeah. you that can encourage you and lift you up and support you. So talk about that. Who do you have right now around you? Who's your high vibe trio? Who's your high vibe tribe? We all need yeah, a high I'm vibe. Tribe. Si- so I'm yours? I I I my my high tribe it will be I would say um Darlene um she is from the business um Nequid International she has been my, one of my top supporters in just connecting I have a mentor in Bahamas her name is Keishel Davis she has been my mentor and guide and I must say just developing with other persons of course my mom uh, who's my promoter and I have two best friends who are my researchers and also my developers and I must say I have a team who 
actually strategize with me just to make sure. So shout out to my team, the leader of the new podcast team who keeps me alive in order to move forward in so many ways. And yourself, Jen, you light up my world too. I must <laughs> say, just talking to you and having a conversation, you are part of that drive. I love that. That makes me feel so good. Thank you. know what? Thank you very much. And I, I feel the same about you. Like there's just, we had an instant connection and yes. Deline actually introduced us. So and I, I love Deline. She is the master networker. There's absolutely no question. Um, but yes. And, and we totally did click. Tell yeah. us about your podcast. So I have a podcast that recently started last year, October called Tweet the Leader New Podcast. So it's a podcast that's designed to help other individuals to gain knowledge and a career path of their passion, also to gain their interest in growing as leaders and developing as leaders in the career paths as well. So it's inspiring people um, locally, globally, just to be change agents in their prospective careers and telling the story, don't forget the story. Oh my golly, the story is extremely important and you and I had a good conversation about this not too, well, fairly recently and You know, the fact that we just never know yeah. what part of our story could impact mm-hmm. and influence yeah. someone else. And yes. you know, that, that ripple effect can be enormous and we'll, we'll never yeah. fully know. Has there ever been an occasion where you've been part of a ripple effect or that you've been the ripple? What part, some part of your story, I mean, we've only heard a little tiny bit of your story. Is there something that part of your story that you share that you think, oh my golly, you know what? If somebody needed to hear this part, this would help them. I would say in the midst of every situation of life, don't give up. And I must say, there have been a lot of persons in my life who have seen the happiness of what I've inspired on social media. Don't, 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 don't allow that to say, hey, Tyler doesn't go through anything because Tyler does go through a lot of things at some point. But I don't allow that to deter me from my vision and deter me from my dreams. So in the midst of every situation that you're going through in life, and this is a pandemic, and we're all um, struggling to push in everything. I, I encourage you, find that purpose continue to build on that purpose in the midst of every stress and pain that you go through, allow that to be the comfort zone that will inspire you to move forward because that's my comfort zone every day, knowing that I have the opportunity to connect with other people. That's amazing. And it it does make a difference. So when you were talking, it brought to my my mind the fact that you know what we all have some down days because we're all human and we we want to be able to you know uplift people but at the same time we need to be able to look after ourselves what are some of the things that you do for yourself for self-care for self-care i would say i tend to because i'm not a tv lover i'm doing the week so i tend to schedule at least uh, once or twice uh, in the in the week um some TV time. So, but right now, because the summer is coming out, um, cycling is very important for me. So I'll be cycling, um, just going or going for a walk. Sometime I have a foot tub. So I actually have my foot tub in front of me and I'm relaxing, massaging my foot and just doing something easy like that. But also getting your favorite snack or your favorite um, 
my favorite snack I tend to go to is Sour Patch. <laughs> it's a gummy bear that oh. I normally will eat. So that's my favorite um, go-to treat when I, I really need to relax is to go to my favorite snack and nacho chips. Nacho. <laughs> Comfort <laughs> food for you. Do you yeah. have, do you meditate? I do. I do meditate um, a lot of times. And so I encourage meditation as well because it allows your mind to consume in and take in the positive and exhale all that negative out of your system and so i do that every monday morning actually um just to start my week off right and in, in knowing that hey this is not who, um who i am and this is where i'm going to take it up and affirmations um oh, taking yeah. affirmations is very important i always listen to affirmations on youtube and ted talk or something like that it helps a lot. Now, one of the things you and I talked about was was reading and that you're an avid reader too. And I was excited and I'm, I still have to give you a, a list of these books that I wanted to pass on, but yes. do you read every day? Reading every day, yes. I don't have to say I'm reading a book, but I'm always reading an article about an enhancement of leadership or I'm also reading, I was recently reading um, something on governance. Um, on how I can enhance um, the governing structure when it comes down to policy, policy making. So that was something that you know, allowed me to learn more about policies. So. Perfect. Well, I just can't believe it, but we're out of time already. But my final question for you before we go, what makes you sparkle? What makes me sparkle is just knowing that I'm alive and mm -hmm. I am able to inspire people and just listening to people at, at the same time to take in some positive energy. Awesome. I love it. It has been an absolute pleasure having you here. Thank you so much. And I definitely look forward to us spending more time together and hanging out because good things are in store for you. Thanks so much. You're listening to CIOE 97.5 FM. And remember, go out and do something that makes you sparkle today and every day. We'll see you next time, friends. Bye for now.